All right, let's see if this works. Because it said you we had eight the people that were like, say again. You want to change the title of the show? What's it say? Open it talk. Open talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let me do that. It said eighteen people. What? It said something like eighteen people were like subscribed for that episode because we posted about it today. But because we went live on my end, it said we missed the show. Interesting. So let me do some hashtags here. We'll do sports, Cleveland, NFL. Yeah, that's so weird. I was wondering the same thing. Like, I wasn't going to speak into it. I just wasn't sure what was going on. But we've never had. No, I, I noticed that too, yet. and I'm like, that's I've never seen that at all. So yeah, in my notifications, I can't get to it right now. But it said, "You missed a show with Kyle 52 minutes ago." And then when I clicked that actual episode, it said there were like 18 subscribers for it or something like that. So we had some people that were ready to listen. But I don't think it actually went through. Mm. So hopefully people come on here and hopefully that fixed everything. That's that's going to be a well, bummer if this doesn't. I don't know why it's not working properly. No, well, it is what it is. Let's we'll power through it. We'll, we'll make it work. Yep. We'll Keep going. Worst case, we'll just throw this. Yeah, I'll, I'll edit these together somehow or make them a two-part episode for iTunes and people can listen to it from there and we'll do this again another time. Um, so now we move on to the 10th overall pick which was originally the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they traded with the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia traded up to take Devontae Smith. I'm guessing the Cowboys threatened them with like, hey, you guys want him at 12, but uh, we got some calls. People want him now, and they're offering us whatever because the only team they jumped was was uh, Chicago, and Devontae Smith doesn't strike me as a Chicago fit. So I don't think he was in any danger of going there number 10 so or i'm sorry wait no chicago traded up never... the giants maybe but the giants wouldn't have taken them either because they just they have uh some pretty decent wide receivers and they just signed kenny galladay so, well yeah the eagles traded with dallas know. to move up so that's why and dallas moved back to move back to 12 right that's what i'm saying so so uh what the hell am i trying to say i can't think of their name <laughs> the eagles the eagles traded up by jumping at the time the giants because the giants hadn't traded out yet so my thought process was like, well, who were they afraid of getting Devontae Smith? Because there was obviously some team they were afraid of would have taken him, and Cowboys wouldn't have. They're loaded at wide receiver, and I don't think the Giants would have either. So somebody must have been threatening them with, hey, we're going to take Devontae Smith. So-and-so's calling. They want him. You offer us this. You can get ahead. So somebody, somebody fleeced the Eagles to get Devontae Smith. You want to get your young quarterback weapons. That's what they did for Jalen Hurts. Um I'm honestly not a huge Jalen Hurts fan personally. Uh, I think, you know, he's got a lot of learning to do in the NFL, and I think he was kind of thrown to the wolves in Philadelphia, and that's a really tough sports town to be in. Um, and I just think Devontae Smith is really undersized. Uh, playing in Philly, the weather's going to be shitty most of the time. Again, ruthless football fans. So we'll see what happens there. I mean, if you, you don't come out killing it right off the rip, I mean, most Philly fans are fucking tough. You got to have some thick skin to play there, and these are two okay players, kind of small. Let's see what happens. I'm not a, not a big fan of the direction Philly's going in, but that's just me. Um, well, I, I didn't like this pick. I think I, I don't know. I, Philly's is a disaster. I, they're going to be maybe a six team, a six win team next year, if that. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of Hurts. I mean, he's okay, but he's not meant to be your long term starter for any team. I just don't think it's going to work out for him. Agreed. And uh, I had 
originally Philly at 12, since only two spots, I'll still tell you who I had them taking. I had them taking Jalen Waddle. So I had them going wide receiver. I just had them going for the bigger, little bit more durable wide receiver. I'm worried about Devontae Smith in the NFL personally. So this was a, uh, I mean, obviously Waddle was off the board at this point in real life, but I don't know. Doesn't do what's, it for me. What's, fun, what's funny is I had the Eagles taking Devontae Smith at their original draft spot. <laughs> at 12. That yeah. works out. You get credit for that. <laughs> I will, I'll take the credit where it's due. There we go. Perfect. Number 11. <clears throat> this is where our boy went uh, via trade from the New York Giants. The Chicago Bears moved up from, where were they? They were the uh, 20th pick. Yeah, the 20th pick. They moved up all the way from 20 to 11 to get Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. Uh, initially, I'll just tell you who I had Chicago taking. I had them taking Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle, Oklahoma State. And that was because no quarterbacks were available. Uh, spoiler spoiler alert for my, my draft, which everyone should already know because we did it on the show. I had Mac Jones going to Washington at 19. So Chicago was sitting there with their dick in their hand. No quarterbacks available. So them trading up to get fields is great for them. Great value. I obviously had fields. You and I both did going top three. So getting him at 11, great value. Didn't give up a ton to trade up. Hopefully got their franchise quarterback. You can't put a price on that. Great move by Chicago. He is a, uh, he played here at Ohio state. So he's used to cold weather. So good fit. I think that could be a good thing. Could save Matt Nagy his job. Poor Andy Dalton gets in there thinking he's going to have a team to run and want, want, Guess what? Not going to happen. <laughs> if Andy Dalton really signed there and thought his tenure was going to be a long, you know, fun one in Chicago, then he's dumber than I thought because I think we all knew the writing <laughs> on the wall for that situation. I had the, uh, uh, who did you have uh, the Bears taken? Rashad Bateman over the original spot that they, okay. they were picking, taking a wide receiver there for wide somebody receiver. for Dalton to throw to. Yeah, absolutely. All right, next up, Dallas from Philadelphia took Micah Parsons linebacker out of Penn state. Dallas's defense was complete fucking trash in 2020, literally one of the worst in football from top to bottom. Their secondary was garbage. Their linebackers were shitty. Uh, Sean Lee just officially retired. Uh, Kyle Vandenbosch is not far behind him. Same situation. These guys and they're fucking tackling with their heads. Can't stay healthy. Uh, leads for very quick careers and injury-prone career. So they took a, a linebacker, not going to hurt. The only thing you got to be worried about is this guy putting his dick on you in the shower because he loves doing that. Uh, part of the <laughs> Penn State penis club, they love putting their dicks on people. So be careful of that. Other than that, good pick by Dallas. Uh, I had Dallas initially taking Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle out of Northwestern. And that's because based on the, the list I had of players, there were no corners really available and they, uh, they desperately needed a corner. And I value offensive line for Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott way more than I value a linebacker. So the questionable pick by Dallas, I mean, they went almost all defense this draft, so you know they needed to address that. But at the same time, last year, their, one of their worst spots also was offensive line. That got Dak Prescott hit a ton. Zeke couldn't go anywhere. You're paying Zeke a lot of money, and he couldn't run the ball because of the fucking offensive line. It was garbage. They were shuffling guys around. Guys are hurt. Guys are old. An offensive lineman really made sense there. It was like a no-brainer, don't overthink it pick. And I think they overthought it by taking the butt bandit, Micah Parsons. 
<laughs> you just gonna throw nicknames out, huh? I like it. Creative. Yeah, you know, he throws <laughs> a lot of things out that he shouldn't, so I think nicknames the <laughs> least of his worries. I had them taking uh, I had JC Horn falling to them in their original spot. I had them taking uh cornerback there defensive uh but uh no I, I agree with you the alignment probably would have been a better uh, option for them especially with what they did last year but again they were hurt heavily last year on offense and maybe they think they're going to get uh those linemen back this year granted older but you know who knows what, they, what, what they're thinking but can't can't fuck with jerry jones man he runs that team do what he says or you're out the door and I think everyone's hoping that he is out the door in a coffin soon because he sucks as an owner these days. He is so tough. That's why the Cowboys are not, not much better. Relevant. Not, I won't say relevant, but ha- they haven't been a legit contender in 25 years. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with that pick. Me, personally, I'm not a big fan of it. If I'm a Cowboys fan, I think you're paying Dak Prescott a lot of money. You're paying Zeke a lot of money, Amari Cooper, all these guys a lot of fucking money. You got to keep Dak Prescott upright to at least get some return on your investment. That's me. Uh, Moving on to pick number 13, the Los Angeles Chargers of Los Angeles selected Rashawn Slater. Offensive tackle Northwestern. Really good pick for them. This is, again, who I had Dallas taking at 10, so I didn't think he would be there for them at 13. He was, in fact, there. Great pick. Uh, Stud of an offensive lineman. Uh, Justin Herbert, they did what the Bengals should have done. You take your offensive lineman that's going to be the blindside blocker for the next 10 years for your franchise quarterback. You keep him healthy. I had them taking Christian Derisaw, who's an offensive tackle out of Virginia Tech. I just thought offensive tackle was a no-brainer pick, and they were going to take one come hell or high water, and they got a fucking steal here. So good for them. Really happy for the Chargers. If I'm a Chargers fan, I'm really happy with that pick. Oh, absolutely. I think the Chargers are going to be a team to deal with for the next couple years here. I think uh, Herbert's just coming into his own. I mean, I hope he's not a fluke. Um, but I think that team's going to be around, and they're they're building around him like the Browns did against Baker. You know, build offensive line and, and go from there. Um, but no, I, I, I love think that Herbert pick. that pick it made sense. Yeah, I think Herbert and Mahomes are going to be two people battling it out because you got to think like it's it's kind of fucked up to think about. Like Patrick Mahomes has done so much, so he's the same as like Jared Goff. Like quickly, you think like, oh, Patrick Mahomes is like thirty. Like the guy's like twenty five or something like that. Like he's still so fucking young. It's crazy that, yeah, him and Justin Herbert are going to be going head-to-head for a long time to come. Yeah, that's going to be a nice division to watch for a while. A really good pick. Uh, next up, we have the 14th pick, was originally Minnesota. The Jets traded a fucking ton to take. Aloe Vera Tucker. Actually, it's Elijah. I call him Aloe Vera to make fun of my friends who are Jets fans. <laughs> Elijah Vera Tucker, guard, USC. Um, the funny thing about this trade is at the time – when the trade happened, you don't think much of it. You're like, you know what? They moved up from where were they? They were 23. Uh, they moved up with C- – they had Seattle's pick with the trade for uh, Jamal Adams, and they got the guard. They need offensive line helps. It's a, it's a smart pick. However, when people went back and actually researched what they gave up and they go off the point charts because you can, you can Google uh, NFL draft pick points charts, and that's where Browns fans kind of like – it irritates me to talk to them about draft picks because they don't understand them that much. They just think, again, that the 30th pick in the draft is just as valuable as the first pick of the draft when it's not even close. Like, the first pick in the draft is worth, like, 12,000 points on this system that they have. The, like, 15th overall pick is worth, like, 200. Like, the gap between those picks is is huge. So, like, that was one thing, like, I would, I would tell people, like, obviously pre 
sexual predator possibility situation Deshaun Watson I was like yeah if you take this quarterback and you're a Super Bowl contender you're you're picking like 28th every year like fuck that I'll give up five draft first round draft picks what do I care and people are like you can't give up that much draft capital you need that blah blah and it's like if you guys really understood like it's not worth that much when you add it all up so with that being said the Jets I forgot exactly what it was they traded a handful of picks maybe like a couple third round picks and shit and the points for this trade was like almost double what it should have been. And like the people analytically that look at that shit, like they were really roasting the Jets. And they were like, they fucking overpaid to trade up for a guard. Like they they made, they paid quarterback price to get a guard. Yeah. So, I just want to again, throw back out there that I had um, the Chargers taken Rayshon Slater at the original spot. So I'm on a roll. Oh, right you did? Now. Okay. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> Absolutely smart pick. I would have had it too if he was still on my board, but I liked him so much he was gone top ten. Um, <laughs> but no, back to the Jets so thing. The, I agree. I think this is an overpayment. Yeah. So with for the Jets, I had to take J.C. Horn because he was available on mine. He was the best player available. The Jets are a shitty team. They need just about every position. So that's just kind of how I did my thought process. Obviously, them getting Elijah Vera Tucker, excuse me, is a good pick. He's a really good player. I had him going just a couple spots later in my mock, but. Again, the trade-up is where people just roasted the Jets. That's a that's a steep price to pay for a guard. I had the Jets taking Greg Newsom um, in that pick with the original pick, so cornerback. So we had the right mindset there, both of us, just different players. Yeah, again, they're a team that just best available. They suck. That's, you know, all they needed to do. Um, all right, so next up we have this fucking video just popped up on my screen. The New the England, overall Patriots. England Patriots. In real life, they took Mac Attack Jones, Alabama quarterback. I mean, it's a Mac lot Pudge, of people had Mac this Pudge kind of Jones. peg. Say again? Said it's Mac Pudge Jones. Yeah, you're not kidding. Emphasis on Pudge. Um, <laughs> so they, they took the quarterback here. I had them taking Trey Lance. I thought quarterback was a no-brainer, but in my mock, Trey Lance was still available. Trey Lance fit like the kind of the direction they're in with cam newton you have the athletic quarterback uh whereas mac jones is literally the exact opposite so it's kind of funny to think about mac jones being taught by cam newton those two the style of play is not even fucking remotely comparable interesting choice uh belichick is going all in this year i don't know if this is a good pick i'm not a big mac jones fan personally i I don't understand why a team would take him 15th Bill Belichick is going to be a Hall of Fame head coach, so he obviously knows a little bit more than me. Doesn't mean he's going to be right in the situation. So we'll see who ends up being getting the last laugh. But I just I'm not a fan of this pick at all. I don't like it at all. I think he's trying to he's trying to find he's trying to let lightning strike twice in the same place by finding the amazing franchise quarterback, and that just doesn't happen often. Yeah, I had them taking Mac Jones here. I only I just I just thought that you know that's the, his mind his mind process is oh I see a potential uh, Tom Brady 2.0, you know, a corner, a quarterback that fits the kind of throwing um, ability that Brady had coming out of college. So maybe he thinks he can mold him into a Brady-esque quarterback. But I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Belichick's going to be there for maybe another three or four years. He does. He's not going to have the time to put into him like he did with Brady. I got a weird feeling. He just coaches till he dies. I think this is, he's just so fucking passionate and crazy that he's just never going to stop. I wonder if he will though, because, I, in order to be eligible for the Hall of Fame, you have to be retired for a certain amount of time, like five years. So I'm wondering, does Bill Belichick care enough about getting into the Hall of Fame that he retires with enough time to see it? Or does he just say, fuck it? 
You know, it's it's weird. I don't I don't think you he never cares. know it then. I, I I don't think he gives a shit about anything really. It's just his his own like mental state and his his treatment of the media and other everybody else is like I don't fucking care. Like I'll do what I want to, and you mold to what I want, and that's pretty much how life is right now. Which is why I, I, I don't know how to feel about him going into the Hall of Fame because it, if he does and he's there for like the the uh, the acceptance and all that or, or the speeches, is he going to be like an emotional like oh I'm so you know thank you guys for this this means a lot or is he going to be kind of like a fuck you like I know I'm better than you guys I deserve to be here I should have been here a long time ago like it, it almost makes me think like he wants to be there for that so he can like rub it in people's faces how good he is. Yeah, I mean, he's a no-brainer lot. That big of a dick. For, for a Hall right, of Fame. But, I mean, I agree. I think his his, his acceptance speech would be epic. <laughs> It'll just be, thank you, and he walks up stage. I remember the quickest acceptance speech in history of the Hall of Fame, or induction speech, whatever. <laughs> just, thank you for this, and he just leaves. <laughs> I, sh- I should have got this while I was still coaching, but thank you anyways. Yeah, like, you guys could have given me this a long time ago. And he just kicks the mic over and leaves. Um, interesting pick again, Belichick and, um, Josh McDaniels, see if they can squeeze a little magic out of another chubby white quarterback as only they know how next up Arizona Cardinals, those cocksucking, no good motherfuckers took my boy Zaven Collins, although 10 picks before the Browns. So he wasn't going to make like it to the Browns anyway. Yeah, it was wishful thinking. I knew that going into it. They took Zayvon Collins, linebacker out of Tulsa. Uh, funny pick because last year, top 10, they took Isaiah Simmons, who is one of those, is he a safety? Is he a linebacker? Maybe he could play a little bit of both situations. So back-to-back years, technically the Cardinals took a, a linebacker. So, you know, apparently they, they had they realized they have holes and they needed to address them. But the Cardinals are one of those teams that are on paper loaded. And not only are they loaded, they don't really win much. They didn't even make the playoffs last year. Like, they're just an okay team. So it's kind of weird to think about all that talent. And then you just throw in a guy like Zayvon Collins. And on paper, again, you're like, holy shit, the Cardinals are loaded. But can Cliff Kingsbury put it all together? We'll see. I had Arizona with the 16th overall pick taking Caleb Farley, cornerback, Virginia Tech. Again, a guy with some injury issues. So he was a questionable first-round pick. Uh, I think I think it was a back issue, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, not a questionable first-round pick. He was a guy that could have been a top-ten pick, but the injury scares pushed him back. So I had him going 16th. Obviously, Zayvon Collins was higher on their board. Those bastards. No, I had um, I had them taking uh, Vera Tucker here, the lineman. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, th- I think they they need offensive linemen. I think I think they're not they're good, but not great. They could have used them there, but. But yeah, no, I mean, like you said before, Arizona is an interesting team. Uh, you know, the quarterback, the receiver they have, I mean, they they're it's they could be really good or they could just shit the bed. It's just going to be a coin toss for them this year. 100%. Um I think honestly, if I'm if I'm being honest, I think Cliff Kingsbury kind of has to go out there and show it or else he's going to be on the hot seat because he's had he's going into year 3. You had the number I'm sorry, is it was he there for Rosen? I'd have to look that he up. Was. I don't I remember. Think, I think that was his first year. Hold on, let me see here. I, I want to say they hired a guy that was only there for one year, the year they took Rosen, but I could be wrong. Either way, he's in his third or going into his fourth year, and Arizona hasn't really done much. So that's, you know, in a division where – or in a league where you have to start playing and you got to play fast and you got to succeed he, fast. His first year was 2019. 
Okay, so it was Kyler Murray's rookie year. Um, yeah. Okay, so yeah, he you know came in with Kyler Murray. They just finished year two together, and you know nothing really, nothing's really progressed. Kyler Murray's looked like an okay quarterback. I wasn't a fan of him coming out. I thought he was really small. Um, so that's that. This is a, a lot on Cliff Kingsbury's shoulders this year to do something to Arizona. I mean, you you go out and you, you trade for AJ Green or sign. I think they just signed him. I, I think he was a free agent. I don't remember. Um, more than likely means the end of the Larry Fitzgerald Gerald era in Arizona. I uh, can't see him playing with another team. Although at this stage in his career, I think he deserves a ring, even if it's a cheap one. But you know that's up to him to decide. And uh, then you bring in J.J. Watt. You gave J.J. Watt a lot of money. An old, injury-prone guy, uh, available for the first time. You gave him a lot of money to come join you. So that shit better work out, or else there's going to be a lot of people looking for jobs this time next year. Moving I think on, the over-under for the them Las next year Vegas. is only nine wins. So, <clears throat> What's that? I think the over-under is eight and a half on their win total next year, if I'm not mistaken. Which that's honestly sounds right, because I think – that's just who they are as a team. They're they're an average-ass team. Uh, while you look that up, move on to the Las Vegas Raiders, who, again, make a very questionable pick that a lot of people did not like. They took Alex Leatherwood, offensive tackle out of Alabama. I had them going with an offensive lineman, but I had them going uh, – or no, I'm sorry, I was looking at the wrong team. I had them going linebacker. I had them going J-O-K, Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. I had them taking him here. Uh, I thought they, you know, the, the Raiders are a weird team. They're, they can win some games. They can be competitive. And at the same time, they lose some games. Where you're like, what the fuck happened to these guys? Like, who are they? What's their identity? I thought they love speed. JOK was one of the fastest players on the defensive side, especially for, you know, one of the fastest linebackers. And to me, that seemed like a match. Instead, they took an offensive lineman, which sometimes can be a smart pick. Not a fan of this one that early. A uh, bit of a reach. The Raiders, again, just making questionable picks. I think Gruden and Mike Mayock are going to be on the hot seat very soon if they don't start the doing suck at drafting. They're so bad. And you're going into this brand-new fucking stadium. You're expecting Vegas to be exciting and great. And they better go out there and show it. And I, with this pick, uh, not showing me much. Who'd you have? I had them taking. Them? I had them taking Zayvon Collins here. I had him going defense. Um, right, and Zayvon Collins, same thing. What, they always fast like to draft defensive defense, player. So. They need it. And the the Raiders always prove us wrong. Well, I take that back. They prove themselves wrong in terms of if they know what the fuck they're doing, and they, in my opinion, failed again. Next up, 18th overall, we have the Miami Dolphins. Jalen Phillips, defensive end, Miami. Didn't have to go far. Right down the street. <clears throat> I mean, again, just a just a good pick. He is a defense. He's a pass rusher. Can't have too many of those in the NFL. The 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 Dolphins were playing with house money. They have extra draft picks, so they rolled the dice on a kid, hoping it's going to pan out. You never know. He's a good player. I had him going in the first round. So it's not exact. It's not like it's a reach or anything like that. Um, Good pick. You just hope for the best. Again, not a real sexy pick, just a good defensive end. You hope for the best. I had them initially taking Elijah Vera Tucker here. This is where I thought, okay, you get a little protection for Tua, keep him healthy, keep him upright, get him an extra minute or extra second or two to, to throw to Devontae Smith. Nice offensive lineman. Obviously, he wasn't on the board. 
Jalen Phillips must have been the top guy. They took him. Good pick. Again, nothing too special or sexy about this one. Just a good football pick. Yeah, no, I actually I had him taking Jalen Phillips here. So I mean, I just oh, nice. uh, guess what they needed here. But yeah, just a, like a, a no. You, you had him taking pick. Kyle Pitts in the first, so you had them going double Miami. Or no, Kyle Pitts is yep, Florida, I, right? But still, same state. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But still, same state. Yeah, but no, I had taken a. Jalen Phillips here, just a, a good pick, best person on the board for that position, and you move on with your day, you know? Absolutely. Just a good football pick. I like it. Uh, next up, the Washington football team. What the fuck? They took Jamin Davis, linebacker Kentucky. Uh, yeah, this one didn't make here. sense to me. What's that? So this one didn't make sense to me. I mean, it's just a good pick. I mean, Riverboat Ron, he's known for – he likes a good defense. Uh, Davis is a good prospect. He, however, had a lot of, like, second-round grades, early second round. He was a first-round tweener kind of guy. Uh, a little early, didn't see him go in top 20. That was a little crazy to me, especially with, you know, spoiler alert for the future, those of you should already know by now, with a guy like JOK still available, there were some good linebackers still sitting there. Uh, excuse me. And, uh, you know, not a bad pick, but just a little bit of an early one for me. But I think for them, all the quarterbacks were gone. They were kind of out of options. So if he was the best on their board, they went with it. Not going to win you games, I don't think. It's not going to set you above anybody. Uh, just kind of a forgettable pick, in my opinion. But with that defensive line, you never know. Maybe this, maybe he's going to flourish behind that fucking – because that defensive line is insane in Washington. I mean, and their defense was good overall no, they, last year. So Yeah, their defense was great last year. Pick. So, I mean, they're just they're going to slot him in there. I think he'll do well. But it was just an interesting pick to me at that moment. But – yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a little early with with some of the names that in real life at the time, some of the names that were still on the board, a little bit of a questionable pick. Um, I had them taking Mac Jones because I still had him available. I thought quarterback mm-hmm. was the no brainer for them. I'm actually glad they didn't come away with Mac Jones because, again, I'm not a Mac Jones fan. So I think that would have been, you know, a riverboat Ron death sentence. Yeah, I had like Alex Leatherwood there. Yeah, I mean, just a, a non sexy offensive lineman. Because all the quarterbacks are gone, you kind of kind of just do what you can. They went defense, though, so we'll see what happens. I mean, last year was a crazy year for them, and, and they really still didn't address the quarterback position, and that's always going to be the Achilles heel to any team trying to succeed in the NFL. If you don't have a good to, to, to great brought, quarterback, they brought in you're kind of fucked. Right? Yeah, they did, but, I mean, he's not getting any younger, and I, I have to think you're not really relying on him to be a, a franchise changer even for the one year he's going to be there um but the other thing too is they didn't really get unless they're expecting him to just coach up tyler heineke that much to where heineke becomes their starter in the future i just don't see it with him so unfortunately no quarterback means who gives a fuck in my opinion so washington's kind of just <laughs> right back in the middle of irrelevancy in football uh next we have the New York football giants. This was originally Chicago's pick, but again, they traded up for Justin Fields. I think this is what scared. Um, what are they called? Uh, the, the Eagles to jump them early in the draft when they jumped to take Devontae Smith. Cause apparently the giants weren't done with wide receiver. They took Kadarius, Tony wide receiver, Florida head scratcher of a pick. You have some decent wide receivers there. You have Evan Ingram, who's an injury prone tight end, but can be pretty you know good when he's on the field. You just signed Kenny Galladay. Uh, just a weird pick to me. You have Saquon Barkley coming back. I think Daniel Jones sucks. Um, I just don't know if this, this pick just doesn't make sense to me. You have a, a, a 
an okay to shitty quarterback. You have Barkley coming back, who you hope can stay healthy. You just spent money on a wide receiver and Kenny Galladay. Why draft another one? I don't get it, but that's why I don't run the Giants. I'm not meant to get it. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. This one this was confusing to me as well. I think I had them taking. Um, I had them taking an edge rusher. Um, yeah, Greg Rousen. I think Rousen, how whatever. Yeah. Rizzo. Yeah, no, I didn't yeah. Take, yeah, Rizzo, sorry, the Miami edge rusher. I hadn't taken a, a defensive guy here. Yeah, the whole receiver thing kind of threw me off. I had them <clears> taking <throat> an offensive lineman. I had them taking Tevin Jenkins, Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle out of uh, Oklahoma State. And that was almost them admitting defeat last year on, uh, what's his name, Andrew Thomas. They took him like fourth overall, the offensive lineman. Turned out to be arguably the worst offensive lineman in the, the first round class, and he was the first one taken. Um but I kind of thought they would just not even admit defeat. But maybe you can move Thomas to right tackle. You could you could put uh, Jenkins at left tackle or whatever. You just can't have too much depth in the offensive line. And you're trying to let Saquon Barkley run and keep Daniel Jones in the pocket healthy. Uh, so to me, this was kind of a stubborn pick. Again, they didn't want to admit they fucked up last year. So they rolled the dice on a wide receiver who I didn't even have going in the first round. So I guess that's why the Giants were picking, you know, in 11th overall they didn't have a very good year last year and it could be due to poor drafting and poor scouting and possibly gonna kick them in the ass again Don't yeah it's like gonna be that. another bad year for the giants another bad year for yeah the giants. next up well the giants i didn't talk about that i had them taking actually i'm sorry i fucked that up i had chicago taking tevin jenkins my apologies i forgot that they traded i had the giants taking quitty pay defensive lineman out of michigan who Rolls us right into the 21st pick here. Indianapolis Colts take Quiddy Pay, edge rusher, Michigan. A defensive. T- I think he'll be a defensive tackle in the NFL, but he's one of those, like, he's played everywhere on the line. Um, but that's who they took at 21. Uh, I had them taking Jalen Phillips, defensive end out of Florida. Uh, again, I just think, you know, the Colts knew what they needed. They sat patiently to 21. They were going to take best available. Defensive line was obviously an, an issue they needed to address. And they did it. I just I had Quiddy Pay going earlier, so for them to get him at twenty one is huge. I think it's a good pick for the Colts. I really like what mm-hmm. the Colts are doing there. Yeah, Colts could be an interesting team this year, but I had him taking Quiddy Pay here. So getting lucky again yeah. in these picks. My good God. pick, not bad at all. Yeah, Number but no, I think 22. the Colts. Well, Colts are going to oh. be interesting. I think the Colts could be a, a team uh, to be reckoned with. I mean, it depends on you know how Carson Wentz does when he gets there. Um, but that could be a very interesting team this year. Yeah, you have uh, Carson Wentz uh, meeting back up with, with Frank Wright, who mm-hmm. turned him into a stud of a quarterback. I mean, when those two were together, before he got hurt, let's be honest, Carson Wentz was an MVP candidate, almost a lock for MVP if he didn't get hurt. Uh, Absolutely. The year they won the Super Bowl. Uh, so if he's healthy, if he's coached properly and in a good situation like he was in Philly – especially playing in, in with a nice offensive line finally, because Carson Wentz gets hurt, but it's also because Philadelphia has had a shitty offensive line. So Carson Wentz now has, has some weapons, legitimate weapons, because the Eagles were horrible at drafting weapons in Philly. Uh, he's got a good running back tandem. Uh, again, like I said, good offensive line, some good people to throw to, and now a really good defense. The Colts' defense is pretty legit, and they've only gotten better by adding Quiddy Pay. So really good situation in Indy. That's a team to look out for if you're a Browns fan as a team that you might have to to start start hating a little bit because they might be one of those in-your-way kind of teams. Because Carson Wentz also, I mean, he's got some injury under his belt, but uh, 
he's relatively young. He has the potential to be in the NFL for quite a long time. And if things go well in Indy, it's going to be right down the street from us. So um, be prepared, Browns fans. The, the Colts yep. might be a team to reckon with. Yep. Agree. 22, Tennessee Titans, cornerback Caleb Farley. Uh, you know, I had him going 16th because I knew he would fall a little bit in this draft, but 22, good pick for the the Titans. Uh, their secondary was up there with the the Cowboys is one of the worst in the NFL. Uh, I use that a lot when I talk to people because the, the Baker against the Titans first half that he had was great, but a lot of people don't realize that the Titans secondary was – tied for 31st or 32nd most of the year literally was garbage um and i'm not using that as like a thing to hate on baker it's just the truth like people just they held the titans up to this high accord because they're a regular playoff team and they had a good defense a couple years ago so everyone just assumes they're great their defense was really bad last year i'm just being honest when it comes to evaluating the teams and getting a corner is the best thing they could have done i had them taking Asante Samuel Jr., cornerback out of Florida State, just because, again, I knew the position. Secondary was terrible. They needed somebody. I had Caleb Farley off the board. So really good pick for the Titans here. Yeah, I'd have taken Elijah Moore, wide receiver, um, just because they need to replace uh, what I forget his name that left last year. Um, and I just think they need Which, another weapon for uh, uh, Titans. Who'd they lose last year? The guy who signed the, with uh, the wide receiver? Oh, yeah. they lost uh, Corey Davis. Yeah, so I thought they would draft a wide receiver to replace them because you can never have too many good wide receivers out there. Um, but, yeah, that's why I went with Elijah Moore here. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, either way, Titans have some holes they need to address, and that's why, you know, Derrick Henry is pounding the table for Julio Jones to go to uh, Tennessee because he knows you got to fill that gap at wide receiver. Uh, good yep. pick for them. Again, most of these picks coming up here are from, from per, you know, previous playoff teams. So you're pretty much just rolling the dice on guys. These aren't really, you know, it's not a top 10 pick, so it doesn't, it's not as gambling, as much of a gamble, if you will. Uh, so good pick by the, by the Titans, good value. Now we go to the Vikings, who got this pick from the Jets, who traded a shitload to get a guard. The Vikings sat pretty and got uh, Christian Darisaw, offensive tackle, Virginia Tech. I had him going again 13th because good offensive lineman, Minnesota needed one. My original pick for Minnesota was Aziz Ojolari, the defensive end out of Georgia, just because, you know, they lost out on some good offensive linemen. I figured they're just going to go be uh, best player available. That would have been, you know, a, a pass rusher there. Uh, excuse me, but they were patient. They sat there at 23. They got a pretty good offensive tackle. That's a huge help for them. So good pick. Again, not sexy, just a smart pick. Uh, I had him taking Christian Darisol here too originally. God damn. At 14? Should... Yeah, at 14. I mean, yeah, I mean honestly, but... think about that. You had him going 14, and he was there almost 10 picks later, and they still yeah, got him, and they crazy. got a bunch of extra capital. So just good good, good drafting. Them. The Vikings have always been really good at drafting, I'll be honest there. Rick Spielman knows what he's doing. So uh, good pick for them. Way to gouge the Jets, those fucking idiots. Great move by the Vikings. <laughs> now, we flipped the opposite spectrum. I just said great move, great drafting team. The Pittsburgh Steelers shit the bed and took Najee Harris running back out of Alabama, a super head scratcher of a pick. And again, it's going to sound like I'm beating them up, beating them up a little bit because they're a division rival, but I'm just being honest. It's a bad pick. When you have Ben Roethlisberger who might have one more year left in the tank and a really bad offensive line, 
that couldn't open a hole for fucking anybody last year. Not that James Conner is a good running back by any stretch, but they had no run game last year. You don't address that again. You lose Marquise Pouncey. You're losing Andrew Villanueva or uh, Alexander Villanueva, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, you're losing some offensive line talent. You don't address it. Not that there's – I mean, I get it. You don't want to reach and just take a guy to take a guy, but I just think that was a really bad pick. I don't know. I don't like it one bit. I think there were plenty of other positions they could have addressed. They need secondary help. They they need, you know, a lot. I just – I don't like the pick. I'm, as a Browns fan, I'm happy with it because he'll be there one year with Ben. Then they're going to lose their quarterback. They're going to have to start from scratch. Uh, they're going to get some quarterback that you don't respect. So you can stack the box, stop the run game, make the quarterback beat you. Good situation for the Browns if it all plays out that way. Uh, so as a Browns fan, I love the pick. If I'm a Steelers fan, though, I'm not happy with this. With the window closing as quickly as it is, bad pick. I had them initially taking Alex Leatherwood, assuming he would have been there offensive line because it made too much sense. But obviously uh, Alex Leatherwood went way earlier by the, the Raiders. I had uh, I had them taking in Tevin Jenkins. Obviously, we were both thinking offensive linemen. True. Um, when they took when they took this guy, I cheered like most of us did in Cleveland because yeah, we were so it, happy. It's, it's great for us. But then I'm, I'm talking to my Pittsburgh friends, and they're just like, "What the fuck?" Unless this guy's going to run up and make a hole for for himself, and then run through that said hole, it's a pointless pick. To, to to take a running back this high. And then you start yeah. seeing, did you hear the, did you hear the story? Was it a couple of days ago? It came out that uh, they're talking to him about moving him outside as like a, a slot receiver in some place. That's not a, that's not a guy you move into the slot to try to try to have him catch passes. He's a big dude. You, you leave well, him behind. That'll actually bring us into, it's a good segue into our next pick really quick. And I'll combine the two. So 25th overall Jacksonville Jaguars selected Travis and Tain. I think that's how you say it. I, 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 I can't pronounce it. Etienne? Yeah, Etienne, however you say it. NEMs? I forgot his nickname. He's got like a weird nickname that they just call him because it's easier than saying his last name. But running back out of Clemson. Yeah, honestly, it's easy to just say that. So they took him, and to me personally, not a good pick. One of the least of their worries, they had his name escapes me off the top of my head. They literally just had a, a, an undrafted running back who broke an NFL record for the most yards from a first-year undrafted running back in NFL history. He was really good. Don't really think this was a big position of need, but the segue that I was meaning to get to with Najee Harris is Urban Meyer's doing the same thing with him. Uh, he's playing Travis NTN at wide receiver a lot, and part of me is wondering if that's just a new thing that NFL coaches are going to do and they're going to just make sure because you get you draft a running back because the guy's played the position his whole life. You think he, you would think that he knows it pretty well. Um, so I almost think that they're doing this as a way of like, you're really good at being a running back. Now we need you to get some good receiver skills. So they're just kind of forcing these guys at wide receiver just so they learn route running. They learn uh, catching and, you know, things like that. They're just getting better at other skills. So I wonder if they're really going to do that or if it's a way to go. This way we can we can put two wide receiver running backs on the field. That's like when the Browns put Nick Chubb behind Baker and they line up Kareem Hunt at, in the slot. That's a smart move. Football teams do it. Um, it kind of scares the defense a little bit. Uh, so, you know, could be a questionable move if they end up actually drafting a running back in the first round and making them a wide receiver. Obviously, that's a very stupid thing we can laugh at. But if they're just doing it to get him some reps, just to get him comfortable with pass catching in the NFL, it makes sense. It's so early. 
any of these rumors, not even rumors, but any of these stories you see of guys like practicing out of position, doing weird shit. It's all just coaching and stuff. I'm not really worried about it in mini camp, but uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. Yeah, but absolutely. for Jacksonville, I had them taking Trevin Trevon Morig, the safety at a TCU. Thought that would have just been a good pick for them. They need some secondary help, some defensive help, and uh, they didn't do it. So no, we we both had them taking that same guy. So yeah, they missed. Yeah. on that one. This, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I think we might end up have may have been right. The only time will tell. I just I don't really I don't really understand the pick for Urban Meyer, but Urban Meyer is a guy that runs a fast paced. Uh, fucking 100 miles an hour offense and you can't have too many good athletic speedy players and that's one of those things of like well if this running back needs a breath here's a great running back to come right in you're, you're not taking your foot off the gas against the defense could pan out to be a good situation for Urban Meyer but as of right now looking at the draft it's a questionable pick right moving on to our Cleveland Browns obviously if you're a Browns fan you already know they took Greg Newsom the second Cornerback Northwestern. Obviously, I had them taking Zayvon Collins out of just sheer, I really liked him, so I wanted him to be there for us. Greg Newsom's a good player. Definitely comes with some injury history. When he plays, though, he played great. He was lights out. He was one of the, arguably the best cornerback in college football last year when it's all written down on how much yardage he gave up, uh, completion percentages on quarterbacks against him, so on and so forth. But again, my biggest concern, durability definitely comes with some injury history so that's 100 something to keep an eye on when you already have guys like greedy williams like denzel ward who struggle to stay healthy for seasons um adding another injury prone corner very very alarming to me uh i like the pick because again when you're picking this late you, you just go with what you want this guy's coming in as if, if greedy williams can play next year and is healthy greg newsom is coming in as like our third to fourth corner so it's not a lot of pressure. We didn't draft him at 26 to be our number one corner. So you kind of get to ease him in, let him bulk up a little bit, let him get used to the NFL. But that durability definitely scares me. Yeah, no, I, I had them taking JOK here um, because I, I didn't – I for some reason I wasn't even looking at cornerback. Um, but, yeah, I didn't take in JOK here. Surprise, surprise. Spoiler alert. I guess you were a little early. Anyway, so, <laughs> so it's okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I like the pick. I, you can't have enough. I think he's going to be great um, with him and Hill. I think our, I think our, our secondary is tenfold, ten times better than what it was last year. And I'm, I'm excited for it. I can't wait for the season to start. Absolutely. Like I said, just got to hope for good health. I mean, it's football. People are going to get hurt. That happens next man up. But, again, drafted a guy with some serious injury questions. So, question of, you know, we'll see what happens. Hopefully he can come to the NFL and all that stuff's behind him. But definitely something to keep an eye on. Uh, number 27, the Baltimore Ravens in real life took Rashad Bateman, wide receiver out of Minnesota. Um, I, I personally don't get it. The wide receiver situation in Baltimore is a mess. They just drafted Hollywood Brown two years ago. They just signed Sammy Watkins. They've constantly been trying to find these great wide receivers for Lamar Jackson. And part of me just thinks it's Lamar Jackson. He's not a good passing quarterback. So it's hard for him to make these wide receivers uh, do anything. Who's their offensive coordinator? Isn't it like Wink Martindale is his name or something? Yeah, I He's believe got like a weird so. name. Yeah, so they got I a guy who's see. proven he struggles to get wide receivers um, to, to oh, no. be successful. It's, it's No, it's for their offensive coordinator. Greg Roman, I'm sorry. Greg, Who was I thinking of? Greg. Yeah, that's uh, right. Greg, my bad. No idea. 
<laughs> Greg Roman um, doesn't do much with the wide receivers in, in, in Baltimore. Don't get me wrong. Sets up great game plans, gets Lamar Jackson an MVP award, et cetera, et cetera. But wide receivers have never been anything to worry about in Baltimore. And, you know, as Rashad Bateman is a good wide receiver. But again, I'm wondering if, if he's just not going to do much because of the situation that he's in. So as a Browns fan, I'm hoping that that's the case. We'll see. Maybe eventually one of these wide receivers that go to Baltimore is going to pan out. But as of right now, I'm going with the track record. So I'm not expecting much out of him. And again, this is one of those picks of the Browns fan. Uh, you know, I'll see your Rashad Bateman and I'll I'll up you with Greg Newsom. He'll just cover him for his career. Done. Signed, sealed, mm-hmm. delivered. Um, I had them taking Jason Owa, defensive end out of Penn State. I'm happy they didn't because, I mean, Baltimore is obviously known for their defense. They took a position of, you know, a little bit questionable. So more power to them. Yeah, I had him taking Jason Owen too, but they do take Jason Owen just about four picks later. Oh, Lord, I was going to get to that. I wanted to act like it didn't happen. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ruin everything, aren't I? <laughs> but uh, no, it's all good. But yeah, I mean, my initial thought for their original pick was, yeah, they're going to replace, um, what the fuck's his name? Not Calais Campbell. Uh, Yannick, they got last year. And yeah, I think Calais yeah. Campbell's actually gone too, if I'm not mistaken. But either way, they Calais needed some Campbell's younger. Gone, yeah. Yeah, they needed some youth on that defensive line. So I had them going defensive line there, but they took a shot Bateman. Interesting pick. We'll see what they're able to do. Greg Roman in that offense. Again, not known for anything with wide receivers. Um, moving on to New Orleans, number 28. They took defensive end Peyton Turner out of Houston. Can't go wrong with that. I mean, New Orleans did just lose Trey Hawkinson, or Trey Hendrickson, I'm sorry, to, uh, where'd he go, the Bengals. So, Definitely needed some defensive line help. I had them going Rondale Moore out of Purdue, wide receiver, just because, you know, the Saints needed a little bit of everything, and I thought a nice, quick, shifty receiver. You're trying to hope Jameis Winston finds it. You've already got Michael Thomas, assuming he can stay healthy. You have Jared Cook. You have – or no, I'm sorry, I think Jared Cook left. But uh, you have uh, Alvin Kamara. So I thought Rondale Moore is just a nice weapon to have there. He's just a shifty player, super quick, could kind of play running back if you needed him to, but he's very fast. So would have been cool to see Jameis Winston air it out to him a couple times, but not the case. Uh, smart pick by them, though. You can never question New Orleans, but that's saying I say that only by their success under with Drew Brees. Drew Brees is no longer there. Could be a questionable pick. You never know. We'll see how good mm-hmm. Sean Payton really is. Yeah, I didn't take in Caleb Farley here. Um, just defense, so sticking with the defensive yeah, mentality. would have been a good pick. Absolutely. Um, next up, we have the Green Bay anti-Aaron Rodgers Packers. They, you would think, would take like a Rondale Moore, maybe get a nice weapon for Aaron Rodgers since he's on the board still. They opted to go with Eric Stokes, cornerback Georgia. I can't see why Aaron Rodgers isn't too happy in that situation. You're arguably one of the best quarterbacks to ever play in, in the NFL. And they repeatedly kind of spit in your face with draft picks. Um, Makes no sense Stokes to me. turns out to be a great player. Yeah. I had them taking um, Christian Barmore, defensive tackle out of Bama. But again, that's because on my mock, most of the good wide receivers, in my opinion, that were first round ready were already gone. So, uh, I mean, could be a good pick. It's, it's, again, not a sexy pick. You just throw a corner out there. They did get torched in uh, the NFC Championship game against Tampa Bay. So, can't hurt. 
they know what their weaknesses were last year and they're trying to address it, but it also doesn't help with the, again, the window's not getting any, any wider with Aaron Rodgers. Next up, or I'm sorry, did you already give your pick? No, but I hadn't taken Rondale Moore. I hadn't taken a no-brainer pick there, a wide receiver. Yeah, for your, you know, made MVP a lot of quarterback. sense, absolutely. <laughs> uh, number 30, the Buffalo Bills took Greg Rousseau, edge rusher out of Miami. It's funny, when we were recording live from the draft, I thought that's who they said. It got so loud, I couldn't hear. And I was trying to, like, watch the recording. I'm trying to pay attention. And I just heard him say Greg, and they started fucking going nuts. I thought he said Greg Rousseau. So I'm like, okay, defensive end makes sense. Either one would have made sense for the Cleveland Browns, but they had obviously got Greg Newsome. But uh, this is who I thought we had for the first, like, four seconds of the draft. Um, <laughs> I had them taking Joseph Asai. Well, we were defensive very end out of Texas. Night, so it's okay. It's understandable. Yeah, very much so. Uh, I had them taking Joseph Asai, defensive end. I had the position right. Uh, Buffalo is one of those teams. They were so close to being in the Super Bowl last year. They've got a nice, young, up-and-coming team. They can kind of do what they want with these draft picks and getting a little extra help in the defensive line never hurts a good team. So, good pick for them. Who'd you have them taken? I had them taken Tyson Campbell, cornerback. So, just defense still. Yeah, again, they could have pretty much at 30, you take whoever you want. Uh, this is what Kyle spoiled earlier, 31. Baltimore Ravens uh, <laughs> traded back into the first round of the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and or They traded with the Kansas City Chiefs to get this pick. And they ended up coming away with, I'm still calling him Jason Owa. He wants to be Adafe Owa, edge rusher out of Penn State. Uh, this is who I had them taking initially but they didn't take him i had kansas city taking Jalen mayfield offensive line in michigan here just because obviously offensive line was a huge issue they needed to address and they did that with this pick so they got orlando brown jr so either way it works out with an offensive lineman for kansas city baltimore ends up getting the guy that i thought they would have taken excuse me initially and overall baltimore had a pretty decent draft i'll give them that um i just really don't like the rondale moore pick or I'm sorry, the uh, what the fuck Rashad Bateman pick. I was looking at my paper, um, but this one could be could turn into one of those names that you're gonna hate as a Browns fan that could be in the backfield wrecking wreaking havoc all over the field. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Who'd I had, had Casey taken. I had, had Jalen Mayfield going KC because we were both thinking the same thing, and they needed to uh, add yeah. to the offensive line. When you're that close to winning a Super Bowl, you just kind of fill you fix what what cost you the Super Bowl, in my opinion. And offensive lineman was that for Kansas City, and they addressed it. And last but not least, your Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers in real life took Joe Tryon, edge rusher out of Washington. Um, good depth. Again, can't have too many players on defense, especially if you just came off a great Super Bowl with a great defense. Uh, this kid has a huge motor from what I've heard. He's one of those guys that just doesn't stop. So good pick for them, value pick. You're picking 32. Take whoever the fuck you want. I initially had them taking who the Browns took. I had them taking Greg Newsome the second uh, out of Northwestern because I thought that would have been a really good pick for them. And if I think he's good enough for a Super Bowl team, that means he's good enough for the Browns. Who'd you have the uh, Bucks taken here? I, I had him taking the defensive tackle that Levi Onwarzinski or Onwariki, mm-hmm. okay. whatever his name is. Yeah, Onwariki. There you go. That too. Uh, yeah, I mean, you do whatever you want. You just won the Super Bowl. Who gives a shit? They could have just walked up there and fucking put their dick on the podium, and I don't think anybody could have batted an eye. You just won the Super Bowl. Do whatever you want. Just draft a kicker. It's okay. Yeah, first round. Who gives a shit? Um, really quickly, because we're running a little long. I didn't think it was going to take this long, to be honest. Um, actually, you know what? How about 
your call. Uh, we'll, we'll do this live on air because that's how we produce. Since there's obviously something fucked up with, with our show because we haven't gotten one listener again, and that's irritating to me. I'm not sure why. We'll set up another show for maybe Sunday. Are you free? Um, Sunday, I am free. Yes. Okay. So we'll text about it later uh, throughout the next couple days. We'll set up a show for Sunday afternoon where I'll, you know, show it off again and maybe we can get it to work where we can get people to tune in and then we'll go yeah, over kind of the threw entire... me off a little bit. I'm not yeah, lie, me too. Dude. I keep waiting for like a question. I really wanted people to hear our analysis on the pick. So I'll just upload this as a normal tab episode and then we'll do the stereo special on Sunday where we can review the Browns draft picks, give our draft grades instead of going over every pick. And then we can talk about Aaron Rodgers and all that fun shit. Do a little maybe NBA draft talk because or NBA uh, playoff talk because that's starting up this weekend. So this well, way we can cover yeah, all the bases and actually get some interaction. Because this, this Wizards Pacer game is kind of crazy right now. Are you watching it? I'm not actually. I've, I'm not watching anything. I, I'm just sitting in my basement with the laptop on. Oh, okay. Well, when you get done, turn on the game. It, it looks pretty crazy. It's in the background right now, but looks okay. Good. Perfect. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's something um, we could talk about. And yeah, I'd rather do another show. Like I, like I said, it said something about we had 18 subscribers ready for the episode, and or like eight, 18 people like RSVP or whatever the fuck it says. And I was shocked. I was really I was like, where the fuck are they? Not one person's come on. Not one mention or comment or anything. So I really wanted to Which is stuff. very, very weird. So yeah, yeah I can't believe we didn't even get like one? one perverted like thing, one person being an idiot. So um yeah, so let's do that. We'll plan for Sunday afternoon. We can wrap up the rest of what we were gonna talk about and then some. And hopefully it all works out. That works for me. Let's do that then. All right, brother. I will uh I'll upload these maybe tomorrow. My my laptop's about to die. I'll have to charge it, maybe get them up tonight if I can. But uh yeah, set up the show tonight. That way we have a couple of days to maybe get it out there to more people. And then, yeah, we'll try this again Sunday. Hopefully it works better. Okay, sounds good, man. I will talk to you later. All right, buddy. Have a good night. You too.